All right, guys, it looks like we're in business now. We're ready to go. Welcome back, everyone, to the Xbox Roundtable podcast, a weekly show that focuses on Xbox talk and, of course, more from around the gaming industry, Sony, uh, Nintendo, PC, other stuff, right? But mostly Xbox talk, of course. This is show number 257. Of course, I'm Invader, and I am really happy to see you all here. We've got a lot to go over tonight. Of course, we're going to talk about the Xbox Developer Direct. It's been rumored for a while, and now it's finally been announced. Also, Google and NVIDIA are seemingly getting into the fight between Microsoft and the FTC battle. How come? Why is that? Well, we will go into those details and so much more. But first, let me go through some quick introductions with the show panel, starting off with hmm, General MLD, pal. Great to have you back on. Oh, yeah. Great to be here. I always uh, love just chatting with the guys and uh, all about things Xbox. I lately just been uh, playing. I played uh, Far Cry 6, beat that. Uh, Personally, not my favorite game in the series. I prefer maybe 4 and 5 and 3 to that, but eh, I still had fun. And now just uh, think I might try close to protocol before Dead Space. So yeah, that's me. All right. All right. Very good. Yeah, I've always heard a, a bunch of mixed things about Far Cry 6. I mean, graphically it looks pretty good, but I just, I don't know. Maybe it's just me, MLD. I'm just kind of gone away from, I guess, Ubisoft titles in general. They always make them so much larger and whatnot. But I don't know, even the Far yeah. Cry games, I'm just kind of gotten away from in my opinion anyways what kind of made them you know special but hey that's just my take uh let's see moving on down the stretch eric shockley buddy great to see you tonight uh, how's the week been treating you pretty good just been uh getting into some more uh persona getting ready for uh will probably have to leave that because i uh, I definitely dig the music with Persona 4 Golden, so I'm, I'm a sucker for that one. So mm. I'll probably jump into that once it drops and probably push that to completion and come back to P5. But uh, just doing that and trying to get finish the rest of Ori in the Will of the Wisps, finally knocked that one out. But uh, ready to get into these topics. But yeah, ready to go. Good uh, playoff, uh, playoff weekend in, in, uh, in the States. <laughs> But, uh, yep, ready to get these topics tonight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, lots of uh, NFL games going on right now. I'm sure uh, Timmy's having a little bit of a party right now with his Giants. <laughs> oh, man. Um, again, I don't keep up with a lot of uh, NFL uh, scores and stats, to be honest with you guys. But uh, we'll see if Timmy makes it in tonight. Uh, he's probably having a good time. Uh, moving on down the list, Crusader. Pal, how you been? How's the gaming? I'm good. I've been playing a lot of Dragon Age Inquisition. A lot of Dragon Age Inquisition. Um, oh, do tell. I have completed basically all of the open world areas of the game without uh, doing anything in the main story. Um, I haven't really started the second act of the game, and yet I've killed, for anyone who has played, I've killed all... Um, all 10 of the uh, high dragons that are in the base game. They're like the kind of like the secret bosses. Oh, okay. So there's different dragons that you can find throughout the game that are just kind yeah. of hidden away. Yeah. 
Um, and basically all I've been doing is, uh, uh, playing Dragon Age Inquisition in my gaming time. I'm actually playing a little bit of Vampire Survivors to get some, uh, to get some achievements in because, um, because of the way I'm playing Dragon Age, I, uh, I can't get my daily achievement for the reward points. Mm. Oh, yes. Yes, I gotta grind those out. Grind those out. Yeah, well, you know, I, I have enough right now to get a, um, to get a hundred dollars on the Microsoft store. So Ooh, hey, every little bit helps. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So I always try to get an achievement or two in Van Vampire Spires is my like I need to get an achievement in a game. Hmm. Yeah. It I'm has a billion. Oh really? I didn't realize that. Yeah. The base game has like a hundred and thirty some, I think. Uh with the DLC it's hundred and fifty nine. Ooh, wow. It's... <laughs> yeah. Oh, the Achievement now, Hunters must go nuts. Like, a ton of, like, gamer score, but there's just a lot of achievements in it. Right, yeah, I was about to say the Achievement Hunters must go nuts with that stuff because, if you know, if it's only, like, 5G worth for, you know, every little, you know, every little thing, then it's, uh, you know, a little annoying when yeah, there's that, that many. <laughs> that's basically what it is. Yee. Right. Well, now, again, it's in Game Pass, right? So maybe one one of these days I'll check it out one of these no, none of them are hard it's just like complete a character complete a game with a character or level up 11 well that's apparently the new crack these days uh for the past month vampire survivors so yeah maybe i should uh give that a go we'll see i mean if you recommend it then i'll give it a go i love it all right all right i'll have to download it then uh moving on down here rounding out the crew centurion buddy pal how's uh things at your end uh been gaming much Oh yeah, definitely. Um, what can I say? I put in. I've been putting in way too much time into uh, Marvel Midnight Suns. <laughs> uh, I've pretty much uh, maxed out, uh, at least for the most part, all my uh, friendship with the other heroes, to where I was able to unlock their uh, legendary abilities, uh, all their Midnight Suns uh, skins. Uh, did all that before I completed part one. Had no idea that this game was going to be longer than I thought it'd be. And then all of a sudden, another region opens up, and you get new heroes and all sorts of stuff starting to happen now. And I'm like, well, shit, freaking! I've been playing this game pretty hard, and I haven't, I have no complaints. I mean, I, it's definitely out of left field for me. I've been having a lot of fun with it. I didn't think I'd be putting this much time and effort into it, so it's definitely a a pleasant surprise for me to uh, find a game and a type of game that I'm actually enjoying because, I, I mean, like, we're all used to the first-person shooters, the third-person over-the-shoulder adventure games, mm -hmm. um, and this was something completely new for me, so I've been having a lot of fun with it. But uh, we got some great topics tonight, and I'm excited to kind of dive into them and hear everybody's opinions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm with you on that, pal, and that's great that you're having such a good time with Midnight Suns. I've uh, been seeing some uh, good talk about it. I remember us talking, chatting a bit about it on the last show. Um, I actually feel kind of bad. We were chatting before uh, the show started because we had talked about uh, hitting up uh, Ghostbusters, uh, the new co-op uh, one that came out a few months ago. I just got it for Christmas. I, uh, and... I'll definitely jump into that with you. It's it's another fun mm -hmm. game. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, what can I say? It's definitely something to play with friends. I mean, you can play it by yourself, but it's definitely one of those games you want to enjoy with friends. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, of course, and uh, it seems like a very uh, no. I, I, hey, I'm a Ghostbusters dork <laughs> from uh, since I was younger, so I definitely want to hit this up. Uh, we'll again, we'll arrange something sometime soon. Believe me, we will. Just uh, sometimes, uh, I, I don't know what I was doing Monday. I don't know, just a little bit of this and a little bit of that, and then you just kind of lose track of things, I guess. I don't even know if I did any gaming on Monday. Oh well, whatever. Yeah, we'll work it out. But the time difference between you and I. Yeah, you're right. You're right, but we will work it out. Don't you worry, pal. We will. Uh, let's see, we got lots of awesome people here in the chat. Hey, Z Blackrider, Anthony, other Zinc, Thimber, buddy. Uh, great to see you all here and more. Tune in. And guys, a reminder to all of you, all of our valued listeners, to hit up that like button since uh, YouTube algorithms can be uh, kind of funky at times, to be honest. And hey, if you're new here, sub to the channel as we would be delighted to have you around and share this show out, guys. Let everybody know that we're live. All right. Um, Why don't we get straight into things, fellas? Uh, Over the past month, uh, we have been hearing about, well, some kind of early year show. We've been kind of wondering what the general silence from, like, Microsoft, what's been going on, right? And we've been talking about it, discussing that, hey, we've been hearing things about a possible show coming from them early on in the year. Well, hey, good things come to those who wait, it seems, right? Xbox has finally announced the Xbox Developer Direct, highlighting Xbox and Bethesda games scheduled to release, well, presumably in the next few months, I would assume, at least before E3 anyways. I know everyone wants to chime in here uh, about especially like different aspects of this, but uh, hey, I'll start off with general MLD, but hey, it's finally official, and what are your thoughts on the announcement, and hey, what could we possibly be seeing here? Well, well, I think it's a breath of fresh air because uh, first week of the new year goes by, and everyone gets a little bit antsy online. So I'm glad they finally broke the silence and they, uh, they announced a date. Also, um, a nice shout out to the leakers uh, beforehand who, you know, alleviated our concerns with their own uh, news breaking out about it. So I like, the, I like this new format. It's more like a developer direct. So there's no hosts. So none, none of this filler that, like, I think even now the executives know that gamers online, we don't really want... That kind of stuff. Just show us what we want to see. Show us games. Talk about the games. Give us the de- de- the details. And that's exactly what we're going to get. Uh, they were very transparent. So that's also exactly what we wanted. They said um, it'll be about 43 minutes, which is longer than I personally expected it to be. I thought it'd be like a 20-minute kind of mm-hmm. thing. But yeah. it's more. So that, that's great news there. So they're not going to show like three-minute trailers or something. They're going to show a lot more than what we thought. So Redfall, Minecraft Legends, um, well, let's see, uh, Elder Scrolls Online and Forza Motorsport are the four main games. And presumably we're going to get release dates as well, which is very good news because that's also the primary uh, concern that we have uh, um, among us Xbox fans because we have all these games coming out this year, like, you know, like, at least like a, a six, a dozen, all these things, but no concrete release dates. So they're doing exactly what we're asking. And that is just, it's so nice to see that. Now, um, they, they set expectations pretty well. So I'm hoping like for maybe Age of Empires 2, because that's coming out at the end of the month, mm-hmm. maybe Rumors of Goldeneye. 
But if they're not there, if they're somewhere separate, hey, that's fine. Because again, they set expectations pretty well. And they also announced that Starfield will get its own show. And I think saying this beforehand was a very smart move. If they didn't say this, we, we would all be expecting it. And when Starfield wouldn't show up, everyone would just be talking about that. That's all it would be. Everything else would be irrelevant. This way, um, Starfield gets his own show because Todd Howard, he loves the spotlight. That's how um, he did it with Fallout 4. He had like a half an hour or so demonstration and he talked, he talked out everyone's ears off and everyone loved every word he said. That is what, what it should be. So I'm glad that they're giving Starfield the space it deserves so it doesn't overshadow the rest. Uh, my only, my only uh, speculation or concern is the dates. Now, I don't think January or February, that if any game comes out in that time period, that would be very, very fortunate. Maybe Minecraft Legends, maybe. But I'm thinking it might be uh, one game per month. Like, personally, my personal prediction, Minecraft in March, um, uh, Forza in April, Redfall in May, and Starfield in June. But, again, well, I guess we'll get more information uh, on the 25th. But overall, though, it's, it's a great first step of the year. We're getting information. We're getting gameplay, exactly what we wanted. So I'm, I'm pretty happy. I'm excited for what we're going to see. All right. All right. Yeah, I mean, I have to agree with you there. I mean, I'm pretty excited. Uh, I'm kind of wondering where these games kind of fall in with the release schedule. I was kind of wondering about Forza Motorsport myself, but, uh, hey, I mean, it seems to be coming up pretty soon. Uh, let's see. Yeah, Forza, Redfall, Minecraft Legends. I know they were talking about some new stuff for Elder Scrolls Online. Uh, it's going to be an interesting uh, schedule. I mean, we're, we're already into January, so very, very curious. Uh, Centurion Pal, I would love to know your thoughts here. Um, you know, we got... Uh, we basically know what kind of games are going to be showing up. Uh, what are, 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 is there anything in particular that you're really interested in hearing about? So I am. This is where I was wanting to kind of let everybody go first, but what the hell? I'll just go now. <laughs> um, yeah. Let me just put it out there that I am an Xbox fan. I love Xbox. I love Phil Spencer as. Um, as a leader for a, a corporate brand. Um, but that being said, um, I kind of fall on probably a different hill, a different sword when it comes to this whole situation that I, I tweeted it out the other day. I have not felt any concerns about the Xbox brand. I have not felt any concerns about games being released. Um, I have a million freaking games to play. I play on what I want when I want. Um, and for me, yeah, I can see what a lot of people are wanting when it comes to the Xbox brand directly, but that's where I'm not going to go into this event with a huge checklist of all these boxes that need to be checked off for me to feel that this event uh, meant anything to me because I've been participating in a July, in a January event for years now. Like, this is like, it's kind of interesting to me because mm -hmm. this event is all of a sudden being spotlighted when I've been watching this event around this time of year, every single year for years. This is something that was started by Zenimax and it was the Elder Scrolls Direct. 
the funny part is the Elder Scrolls Direct takes place after this event. So there's going to be 43 minutes of Xbox eccentric stuff. Um, and they are going to mention Elder Scrolls online. But after the event, the actual Zenimax Elder Scrolls Online uh, Direct starts for me, which is going to start breaking down what me as a fan of Elder Scrolls is going to receive uh, for the next year, uh, the next expansion of the game, the next region we're going to play, the updates that we're going to get. And this is where I've always just enjoyed what Zenimax has to offer in my a uh, little realm of playing Elder Scrolls Online with the community, there has been community expectations where they're all demanding a new class because we've only received uh, like two classes since the game came out with the uh, the Warden and the Necromancer. Um, we've always gotten major expansions, new regions, great gameplay, uh, but there is a lot of people asking for uh, a new class of some kind, and then everybody always throws their hat in the ring for the class that they're wanting. Um, but that's where I feel <clears throat> it's great that there's a bigger spotlight now on Elder Scrolls Online directly. A lot more people are going to know about this direct that's actually been taking place for years. Um, and now we've got Xbox throwing some stuff on top of it. But I'm not going to walk into, like, the whole Xbox side of the event expecting A, B, and C. Like, um, it, for me, like, I'm just going to be blunt. I made the joke uh, to a few friends of mine that lately, um, this isn't a diss towards anybody, but it seems like the Xbox fans are starting to act a lot more like uh, the WWE fans did back in the day when John Cena was becoming pretty famous and they had all the signs that said if John Cena became becomes champion, we riot. Um, and that's where it's like, I enjoy the games that are offered. I'm not going to say that, th that this game has to come out at this time or they have to do this, they have to do that. I'm going to be grateful uh, to all the game developers for what they have to offer me as a consumer. Um, and yeah, that's where I'm, I'm excited that there is going to be an event, but not at any time have I felt that Xbox needs to have this event. Otherwise they're just going to, I'm just going to set my Xbox on fire and say, fuck it. Um, and that's where, you know, this is, this is going to be an interesting show. I'm going to be curious what people are going to do after this show. Or is this show going to meet their expectations? Is there going to be people that feel that there, that there's going to need to be more? Um, you know, we could, I could go on about this other and just, I want to leave it at just appreciate what's coming out, no matter what's happening. Um, because I have to say that I've always been, I've always had this ideal that if you really want to predict when these games are coming out, look at the the stalls or the stagnant points in Game Pass. As much as everybody doesn't want to admit it, Game Pass is a big focal point for Xbox. And they are not going to start stacking game multiple games in Game Pass when they could stretch it out longer. Um, and me and the guys I game with, we had a big chat about it. And we noticed about two weeks ago that there was a big gap in May. 
Um, and now all of a sudden we're starting to see the rumors that Redfall is coming out in May and that it's almost guaranteed. And the funny part is we, we could sit there and have these discussions on, hey, this game, you know, February, we got Atomic Heart. And I know here soon we're supposed to get Monster Hunter Rise. Um, March, we're going to have um, Shockley. What? Wolong. There we go. Wolong. Uh, Wolong in March. Team Ninja. Yeah. Yeah. And then I know I forget. There's one in April that we all were starting to try to debate about. I, I remember somebody mentioning something in April, but that's when we noticed like after April it gets real spotty, and that's where I was like, okay, May something's coming out in May, and then all of a sudden the rumors start circulating about Redfall. And that's where they're going to use these games to keep Game Pass going in between the third-party deals that they do, um, because right, third-party deals have a commitment to release that stuff in these six months. Right? And if it's past June, they've broken that commitment. Keep in mind made. too, there's a wild card go here as well, as it just so, men so mentioned I in the chat. Filling the gaps, but they got to fill the gaps within their commitments. See, that's the funny part that I hold to commitments. How would you feel if your employer held you to a standard where they hung on every single word you you said and you had no forgiveness whatsoever? I'm never um, going to treat anybody outside of the way I want to be treated. And I live my life on mm -hmm. the concept that shit happens and mistakes can be made. And I'm not going to freaking build up the firewood and start firing up the cross. Yeah, you got a point. Sure, like, Starfield is July. Like, it's not like we're coming yeah. off of a great year. Like, we're coming off of what happened in 2022. <laughs> like, it's it's. They but I don't live my life exclusively on the to move their commitments to 2023. Mm -hmm. Well, again, we're right. seeing. Well, again, what we're seeing, and I agree with uh, with what Centurion's saying, and, and you too, Crusader. I'm just saying that, uh, I mean, if you're, again, if you're, like, playing on a whole bunch of the systems, I mean, you're, you're, you're pretty happy most of the time, right? Because you got different stuff to look forward to. Specifically looking at Xbox, I mean, yeah, we kind of want to forget yeah. last year. It's but, great. But, I mean, looking forward to this year, I mean, it, hey, guys, the, uh, the dam is about to burst, honestly. I know. It's great. Mm -hmm. And I'm happy that they confirmed that at least three of the four are going to hit the, the next few months. Yeah, that's basically what they're confirming. And again, I want to mention this in the chat because I was going to bring this up. We don't know. Remember, Ghostwire Tokyo will arrive. It'll be out in March. It's going yeah, to be out in March. Late March, probably, right? So. Yeah, it, it'll be out 365 days to the, um, yeah, just, to the, uh, the PlayStation March. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, so, I mean, like there are some wild cards here as far as that. I mean that that is a, a very good thing too. Uh, Shockley, buddy. I mean I want to get your thoughts on this. Obviously we've been talking about this rumored now confirmed uh, show or direct for a while now. Um, I don't know what are you hoping to see at it, and uh, you know what kind of style do you see them taking with it? Do you think they're gonna go like uh, more of like a like Nintendo Direct kind of a style? Um, uh, probably something like that, but obviously this one, yeah, I think they might have it more like developers, you know, talk, presenting, talking about the mm -hmm. game, Yeah. whereas they usually just have like a Nintendo, they usually have like an announcer, like, to, like narrating the whole thing. Um, and those are like a lot quicker. 
usually they don't spend too much time unless it's like a set direct for one specific game. Um, but yeah, hopefully we'll see kind of like, I think what we talked about, uh, one of the prior weeks of, you know, just a little bit more in what goes on with Redfall. Cause that's what there is that notion of how a lot of us thought it was like, is it like a left for dead type of thing, but with like vampires. So a lot of people kind of had that perceived notion of it. And now we're starting to see, and they're starting to tell us, Hey, it's actually going to be more like, uh, one of the earlier, like Far Cry games, that kind of style. So just to see visually kind of see like, Oh, okay. This is what they mean by that. Or like, here's the other part of the world other than just like showing us, at least from what I've seen, you know, going into a city where you're, you know, it's dark and, you know, you're, there's, uh, every so often from what I've seen, like, you know, a vampire or somebody would pop out or you're fighting them or, you know, kind of like a boss, but maybe, I don't know, just to show us a little bit more of the world, I guess, because um, it still kind of seems they haven't shown that much of it, even though they have shown a bunch of footage. Um, but yeah, hopefully we'll see that. And I think the other one I'm hyped for isn't, was it Forza that's supposed to be at, at this one? Yeah. yeah. Motorsport. Okay. Yeah. Forza, I'm Red definitely Ball. excited to see what they do with that one. Yeah. Just because this is be a next gen only versus like, uh, like we saw, like GT7 was cross gen, just to see if there's any uptick on this or how much of the ray tracing they're able to get into this where people thought like GT7 was going to be. Ray tracing end game, but then uh, just being like in the video mode or like replay mode. Um, so just see visual quality and hopefully the uh, competitive part, because that is one part G, uh, Gran Turismo has uh, been had a one up on them um, in the sense of in their uh, since GT Sport uh, with their uh, competitive and ranking system, where you get a little bit more driving etiquette on uh, Gran Turismo. So they have that one up on you know forza in that aspect but so if they if they can match that quality and obviously being next gen only they had the luxury of just only working for higher end pcs and and series x series s consoles um well hopefully we'll see what turn 10 can do plus this is the first time they've ever other than maybe what the first one that they've spent like three or plus years on a Forza game. And in between, they've co-developed um, the Forza Horizon games in between dropping their games every two years and keeping, you know, high quality on their, uh, <clears throat> other than like uh, Forza 5, <laughs> um, which was kind of just pushed out the door real quick uh, for the Xbox One console. But uh, other than that one, but uh, I think those are the two I'm most excited about. I'm, I like Elder Scrolls. I play the shit out of all the single-player games, but I just never got into the online, so that part I didn't don't really care to see, and I think, what, the other parts of Minecraft Legends? So, I, yeah, I don't, I don't really care to see those two, so I'll probably be just using past mm -hmm. those two and then just watching the Redfall and Forza uh, stream part of it, so... Well, there's always the possibility that we might see a quick trailer for something new. Maybe. That's what I'm hoping. I'm hoping maybe just like at least a teaser of like, oh, uh, Hellblade, like, you know, later this year they're showing off more Hellblade or something. 
just if they can give us that kind of like roadmap of like obviously they're going to have probably other surprises they're want to hold close to their chest to, to hopefully that they have surprises to show us in in june well, um but it'd be cool to be like you know oh here's more gameplay coming you know at e3 for hellblade so people are like oh cool we're gonna see some stuff just to give i think the, the best thing yet is starfield is them announcing the date for the starfield event in that regard yeah. Because mm -hmm. it really probably, sounds like this is just going to be like the next two quarters. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And to be fair, It'd Starfield. Be cool if we get some part of a roadmap, but for obviously mm -hmm. they're going to do that in June. So, but yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, I feel like they just owe us one little tidbit if they can, just of one game, just that's not going to be releasing in this quarter. Just like, hey, not that it's going to be releasing, but hey, you're we're going to show off some stuff here in the coming months, just because how barren the year was last year like you know just to give people like okay cool it's not just going to be starfield and redfall that were supposed to come out last year and then that's it and then we'll show stuff at e3 and then won't have anything releasing until 2024 because i think that's where people are kind of like still antsy and kind of pissed off <laughs> we still don't know anything for the fall yeah well i mean Considering when they showed off some of these games, I mean, look at Avowed. Avowed was back in 2020 when we first found out about it. So yeah, and it was already in development for a bit. Yeah, maybe that maybe E3 for that one. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. There's that. I mean, uh, but don't get uh, like there was some information that came out what a week or two ago that you know Jeff Grubb was hinting that we might see a, a smaller project from Tango Games make an appearance. So yeah, hmm. I think that. I think that his information is based on a, the basically this is going to be a series and that's going to be at one of them. I don't think it's going to be at this one. Oh, okay. Hmm. Ba based on how he was talking, he, he knew that there was going to be like developer directs. I don't, I I don't unless it's coming out real soon. That could be a surprise release, but they didn't even list Tango as like. Yeah, they would have going listed, to be because they listed all the other developers that are actually going to be yeah. there. Yeah. I really think it's only going to be the the, the developers that were explicitly yeah. stated as being there, and maybe the Game Pass announcements for um, definitely need uh, release dates for yeah Redfall from this, and at least a release window of like, hey, Forza's coming this November or something, or this fall. Well, so at least okay, it's cool. To be that's this one spring. we can count. Oh, that really? would be weird. Okay. Even better. Yeah, but well, it's not. At least so, it's coming in the next few months. So that's just say Forza Motorsport, and then in the trailer, and then it's oh, is it even coming this year? I don't want that. <laughs> so that's going to be the big question: is where do we slot in these games if they're coming? Let's say all before June, or you know, up until June. You know, when do we see them drop? Like uh, Crusader. I mean, I'll hit you up first here. Like, yeah. When do you think that we'll you know, see like an order? Like, what kind of an order do you see here? Well, I'm almost. I, I I agree. Like Redfall was either going to hit April or May. It's going to be May. Yeah. Um, it was delayed six weeks. I don't know the exact reason for the delay. It was delayed internally for six weeks. I don't know if it's a, a marketing reason, like for Spoken being delayed out of God of War's window was a marketing reason, or if it's a they just needed a little bit more time for polish. No idea why it was internally delayed. I just know that it was originally targeting April or late March or something like that. Um. 
Forza, Forza is the hardest one for me to place because the, it has direct competition with itself from Microsoft because we still have the Forza Horizon DLC to come out. Yes, that's correct. Um, which, did they say explicitly it's turn 10 at this event? That's one thing I didn't look into. Did they say explicitly it's yes, turn 10 or I, did they say Forza? I think turn 10. Okay, yeah, I think really they saw that. Because that means that we're still not going to know hear about that uh, Horizon um, uh Forza Horizon DLC at this probably, mm -hmm. which is also it's also due out this spring. Um, and like those two being like direct uh, competition with each other is, is really weird. But they did say these are coming out over the next couple months, so I would assume that all of yeah. them are still on track to. Uh, hit. And they specifically said Forza Motorsport, and it has yeah. Turn 10's logo. Yeah. <laughs> so it's really hard for me to say where they slot in, but at least these three, you can definitive like uh, Minecraft Legends, Redfall. And Forza Motorsport, you can at least say that those three are going to hit. Uh, they're they're going to stay within the the promised mm -hmm. quarter one, quarter two, 12 months from E3 promised date. So, Starfield's the interesting question yeah. with that announcement. Because depending on how you read, Microsoft's really bad at wording things. <laughs> always, have, always have been. They, they've always gotten into trouble with, with, with not being precise enough. Now, granted, all of the companies are, but th they've had the problem where they aren't precise enough, and because there has only ever been a, they've never had like a, they haven't had a blowout year since like 2008, like an absolute blowout, I should say. They've had some pretty good years since 2008, but like 2008 was that bl blowout. That was the Halo Three, right? That was 2008, or was that 2007? Seven. Seven. Yeah, 2007 was like their blowout, blowout, blowout year, and that's what this year is shaping up to look like. It's gonna be, um, but. Yeah. Because they haven't really had that consistently, it, they, they always have the problem with precision, with not being precise and letting people down, which is why I hound them for precision and keeping com up to commitments, because I want to get into a place where I don't even have to listen to what they say, and I just know that there's going to be a consistent schedule of releases, but ever, like, since 2020, th there's been either great months or bad months straight, you know what I mean? And so that, that's why I hound them, because it's – I want them to get their messaging straight and correct and get into this consistent rhythm so that I as a consumer know that no matter what, my Game Pass subscription will never have it, – it might have slight ups and downs, but won't have huge ups and downs. Because last year it was pretty down until the end of it. It was pretty up after, like, September, but, like, March through August was not as good. Mm. So I, I want to get into this, into this, you know, sinus rhythm. Like, so we got to look the at the, you no, know, and you're right. We got to look at what they have for third party too, right? Because again, Game Pass yeah. plays a huge role in yeah, that. Yeah, they, they do have some great stuff. It's just that that commitment of their like them promising all of their first party stuff's going to come in day one doesn't really mean anything if it's not coming. Does that make sense? Well, like, yeah. There's always the anticipation. A big part of this of the sales commitment is. You don't have to worry about them licensing third-party stuff as much because they should have a regular rhythm, and the third-party stuff is on top of that, and it's great, and it's awesome. You know what I mean? Yeah, and to be honest— Because I, the I, only thing you can really trust is what they themselves are going to deliver. The same thing's true with Netflix, Disney, whatever have you with all of those services, right? The only thing you can really ever trust coming to them is what they produce internally. Mm -hmm. They might bring some cool external stuff and license it, but you can't trust that that is always going to cover your ass. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And that—that's where I am. I just want them to be in a consistent place where, like, 
I don't even have to worry about their marketing anymore because it doesn't matter. I, I, I just show up and there'll be a new game on Game Pass. And that's why like, I, I hounded the, I, I was hounding them. I don't know if anyone was following me on Monday. I'm, I'm watching my Twitter. I was hounding them about the potential Starfield not being there. And it's fine if it wasn't going to be there. I'm okay that it's not going to be at this event. They need to set that expectation because the silence of Starfield would have been louder than anything they showed. It is the most anticipated game I think they've ever had as, a, as an organization. I, I don't think I'm wrong in saying that. From yeah. the general populace, it is the most anticipated yeah. game they've ever had, except for maybe one of the Halo releases, maybe Halo 3. <laughs> it's a big right? one. It's a big one, yeah. I, I, I cannot think of anything that has had such... Like, Kim tweeted out the word and would get, like, 3,000 followers in a day. He would tweet out Starfield and he'd get 3,000 followers. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's... It's such a big deal that not talking about it is louder than talking about so, it. So speaking of Star, yeah, and speaking of Starfield Crusader, because we were kind of talking about it earlier in our group chat, we had seen some information or you know rumor oh, going uh, around. Uh, the, yes, uh, you know what so, I'm talking about. Yeah, at the supposedly, according, I don't know who the original source is because. What what the the leaker I put leaker in quotes. He almost never leaks anything himself. He, he aggregates it from from sources mm -hmm. like I do, but he then claims it as his own. It's really weird. Mm. But usually he aggregates it from places that like you don't hear from. So that's fine. Supposedly, Microsoft is going to have an ad presence at the Super Bowl, which is going to be one of two things. In I, I think there are two things that it'll be one or the other, maybe both. Um, it'll either be a Starfield trailer spot which it easily could be or it'll be a game pass trailer spot which is my opinion i think they'll just have an ad for game pass at the super bowl um mm -hmm. makes sense that they'd have a presence there with one or the other or both um i'm really excited for that starfield direct they announced the only thing i wish they had done better in this messaging was stated whether or not because they basically they set the expectations that those three games are still on track for their prior commitment, right? They, they, in the in the in the in the next few months, you know, they'll be releasing the three games that they're going to be talking about. That's uh, paraphrasing, but that's what they said in the uh, in the in the article. I wish they would have stated with Starfield not showing up, if it was still also on target. I think it is. Um, I can't say for a hundred percent that it is, but I wish they had. Well, there was the support that. page that listed it, that reconfirmed it. And, and that's the, the support page is the reason why I think it's still coming. If mm -hmm. it's not, then I'm going to be very upset because they have once again failed to set expectations and let a support page go live in January when they were considering it a lie. Right? Mm -hmm. If they, they have to know at this point whether they're considering another delay or not. And if they let a support page go live in January without, like, any other official communication, that was all we got. That is horrible expectation setting from the company. And that's the kind of stuff that I, I hound them about. I want them to be better about, right? And I'm hoping that with the amount of kind of a – what's the word? Not visibility. Transparency that – Microsoft gave us with this announcement. Now, granted, I think the only reason they actually told us that Starfield wasn't coming was the internet erupted on Monday about Starfield not being there. Um, which, fine, perfect. They 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 reacted and 
and set expectations exactly proper as they should have. And I hope they can follow that standard moving forward. But if they let that support page go live and then delay it, I'm going to be a little irritated at their ability to set expectations. Mm -hmm. um, because they should know at this point. And Starfield has been the game of really annoying expectation settings when they, in the middle of the pandemic, set a hard date that they weren't going to miss and then missed it and then delayed it to an arbitrary two-quarter period with, mm. from a set date and then just didn't talk about it again until a support page went live, right? But that's why I want them to set expectations better. And this is a very good start to the new year with this announcement and them coming out and saying, these are the expectations. Well, that being said, I do think there's a big chance that whenever the Starfield Direct happens, that it... Phil's always wanted to shadow launch a game mm. in the Game Pass. I don't think they can launch it day of a presentation, personally. Well, the but question is, because they have, they're going to have... It within two weeks of a presentation. Well, the reason why... I do a, Blitz, a Blitzkrieg-style ad campaign. Yeah, well, have That's they officially put out... Prediction. Have they officially put out like pre-orders? Like I remember there was a, a leaked no. like special edition. Like has that actually been official no, or have, what? They have not put out pre-orders for it yet. Uh, I'm of the opinion that they can launch it without launching the physical edition. Hmm. Microsoft has such a small physical install base, and you'd be launching it into Game Pass on digital day one, and then anyone who was playing it on Game Pass can just get their physical copy later. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know how the internet would respond to that. I'd be fine with that personally. Uh, but I don't buy physical, so I don't really care. Uh, if you're a physical enjoyer and that would make you mad, let me know. DM me on Twitter. We can talk about it. I'd be very interested to hear about that. But I'm of the opinion that they could do a Blitzkrieg ad campaign and launch it very quickly after, because Todd loves to do that. Uh, Skyrim was announced and launched in a year. Fallout 6 was announced and launched in six months. Fallout 4 was... or Fallout, No, I'm sorry. Fallout 4, not Fallout 6. Fallout 4 was announced and launched in six months. And 76 was announced and launched in four months. Um, mm -hmm. So Todd loves like sh showing the game, and then having it out, and mm -hmm. so I could see them showing the game and releasing it like a month later. Does that make sense? Well, yeah, especially since the game was technically and, ready to go. I mean, as far as we knew. <laughs> and it's it's really hard to say where they can put that game, right? Because that's the game that that's gonna be their biggest seller of the year. Period. End of story. And that game's gotta come close. Um. Maybe Hellblade in the second half of the year if Hellblade does come out in the second half of the year. But of the four titles that they have, suppose you know the four large titles they have launching in the first half, supposedly, Starfield will be the big seller, right? Forza will probably be behind it, and then the other two, I don't know where they'll fall. Uh, Arcane's never driven like right millions and millions and millions of gamers to play their games i don't think redfall is going to change that i think it's going to be better because it's going to launch day one of the game pass but starfield's gonna be their star it is todd howard's right it's their system seller it, like and that he, he he's in an awkward position where he's now has to make system seller um and it's really interesting like where do you launch that do you does it go the whole way out to june and they launch it at the very end of june like benji sales and others are predicting I don't know because they have some steep competition in June. Um, you see, that's when Final Fantasy team is launching. I'm kind of curious because you look at the support page, right? Because that's supposed to be for uh, what late March, if I'm not mistaken. What the support page? Yeah. What? The support page says it will be out in the first half of 2023. Oh, that's, that's all the, it I said. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's the first half of 
2023. That was what went live. Oh, okay. I thought it was first March. week of January. Hmm. All right. So it's really there was a leak thing about somewhere in March, and if they did a showcase in February, they could launch it in March. And I think March would probably be the best place to launch. It it's this good. Year. You launch it in April. You launch it in April. You're up against the uh, um, Tears of a Kingdom. Isn't that May? Right? I thought Tears of a Kingdom was in April. Is huh, it May? I have to look that up. I, I thought it was May, which which will go up against Redfield, actually, I think. Yeah, listen, Redfall's not... It's it's going to do well. I'm going to yeah. play it. I'm going to enjoy it. May 12th. I'm that's, not that's expecting it to... I'm not expecting it to be a grand challenger. Does that make sense? Not this year. Mm -hmm. not, yeah. not in a year with potentially two Final Fantasies, Starfield... Uh, a Legend of Zelda game and Spider-Man. Not, I'm not expecting Redfall to be a major contender this year. I'm expecting it to be a very fun and enjoyable experience that I'm going to play the shit out of. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, and keep in mind, we were hearing something, you know, uh, a little bit behind the scenes that, hey, you know, there would be something Starfield, you know, a separate show related even before, kind of, you know, they were saying, oh, you know, yeah. so I kind of, you know, maybe like, you know, again, sometime in February, you know, they could start rolling out some info about it. Do, like, a grand, like, re-reveal, whatever it may be. Uh, you know, like you were saying with the Super Bowl 2. Let's say they do do, like, a a Super Bowl ad for, for specifically Starfield and then at the end Game Pass. Uh, they do a, a little, you know, separate direct for Starfield. And then they'll have a release date and then they'll say, you know, a little bit over a month from now. Starfield's out. That would be nice. Yeah, April has Hogwarts Legacy, which is really interesting because I don't know that the game's gonna be good or not. But there's a lot of Harry Potter fans, and I think it's gonna sell really well. Um, yeah, it would do okay. I think. I, I have no opinion on whether the game will be good or not. Mm -hmm. I, 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 I'm not gonna play it. I don't really care about Harry Potter. Oh, neither do um, I. But yeah, I hear you. But that's a very interesting, because that's gonna be a big launch period. Um. Whether people are happy with that or not. Um, do they launch it in the same month as that? Now, granted, I think it's coming out very early in April, so they could launch it in mid-April and be fine. Like, Because that is a game where they need to place it exactly the right spot where they have basically the entire... Um, they control the... Uh, whatchamacallit? The, the news cycles. Oh, right? they're because saying... Chat's saying cycles. Hogwarts is out next month. February, Hogwarts yeah. is out next month? Oh, Hogwarts Legacies, the, the, the last gen version is April. Yeah, they could watch it in April. Anything you know, notable in April that I'm seeing that uh, that uh, strikes my fancy right now is uh, Dead Island 2. All right. And Dead Island 2 is, I, I throw that in the same category as Redfall. You see, I uh -huh. could see a game like Minecraft Legends getting slotted into April. Something yeah, like that. Yeah, I could that. see that coming out like in February as well. Like, that's not a. That's gonna be a thirty dollar, forty dollar game. That it's not. That's not gonna be a full price game. Um, it's gonna be just like Dungeons. Uh, I can see that just releasing. I can see that shadow dropping. Like that's not. Does, does that even have a physical version? Of what? Sorry. Because the, the Minecraft Legends. Did have they announced a physical version for it yet? I don't know to be honest. Because that's that's one of those weird games where like I don't. I don't know where to place it because it's not trying to be a direct competitor and stuff. It's it is, 
in all essence, an indie game being developed inside a large studio or, or within a large organization, right? Just like Pentiment and uh, Grounded were. Um, you know, their, their scope is not the same as a, as a huge game. Now, I'm very excited for the game. I'm going to be playing that with one of my friends. He, he watched it for the free. So he didn't even hear about it until like last night I was talking to him. And he was like, yeah, hey, I'm going to play that with you. Um, and so it, it's, it is the slotting of these games that's really weird because Microsoft has this problem where they had most of their third party delayed out of last year alongside their first party content for Game Pass. Well, and so Game Pass is crowded. Because keep in mind, keep in mind. Signed those deals. Mm -hmm. Keep in mind, too, Crusader, not to interrupt, but um, we still have games that have very vague release windows on them, such as uh, Goldeneye. Arabin? Goldeneye. Yeah, Goldeneye. Um, I don't think that uh, Age 4 is going to hit the first half of the year. In fact, it was never committed for. The Age 2 was committed for January, and then Age 4 was in 2023. That's going to be the second. Well, they second can spread that one right. out. It's fine. Like yeah. It's not a big deal. Um, Goldeneye doesn't have a date, and then there's one other, I think, that doesn't have a date. Or doesn't have a... No, it, it, it was Age 4. Um, so that that that's interesting. And, and like like I said, they have... They signed a ton of deals last year that got delayed into this year that were announced for last year or even years before. Because, like, what if Stalker 2 originally announced for 2021? I believe so. Yeah. And so, like, that's a deal that they've already well essentially paid for. I, also, earmarked for. Look at Dark Tide as well, the console version. Yeah, Dark Tide yeah. will be here sometime. On the cards. And so, I really do think that there is going to be more density this year because. They've already paid for a lot of third-party stuff, and they have a new. They, they essentially have a. They're on a different budget, right? They're on a different fiscal quarter, fiscal year budget, and so. The question is, what do you do with that money? You know, because you don't really license more stuff because the stuff you already licensed is coming. You know, these quarters, the stuff that you already had prepared for the launch for last year is coming in these quarters what do you do with it do you do you just not spend it do you invest it somewhere else within microsoft and the xbox just loses that money for the for the two quarters do they invest in larger titles do they send it to other quarters and make those quarters denser too it's, it's a really interesting situation that game passes in is in that there are gaps and it's, it's but it's going to be more dense because of happened because of things that happened last year and, like, I I'm all for that. I'm really excited. There's, there's going to be so much to play. It's not that I'm upset at the stuff to, that I'm not going to have anything to play. That's not why I want them to be more concise with when stuff's coming out. I want them to be more concise when stuff's coming out because it's not always going to be this dense. Right? And so it, it is very interesting. There is a lot of stuff coming. And it is – I do not envy them having to figure out what to not overlap where. Because um, Forza can launch alongside something else. Like – Forza is such a different beast from the other games. It'll attract a ton of people, but it's not gonna, it's not gonna cannibalize like Redfall's player base. I don't think, except for maybe like some of the people on this panel. But like, we're not average people. <laughs> well, to be right? fair, they have you know, enough different genres that you know, with, yeah. that it's not gonna see a lot of overlap, like you're suggesting. Yeah, and so like, it's really complicated. I'm shocked we're not hearing about more of those third parties. I wonder if, like, there's going to be, like, a third-party developer direct where, like, they show off things like Erebon and Flintlock 
and Wo Long and some of the other games that are coming to Game Pass Day 1 uh, mm -hmm. in the next couple quarters. It's either that or they're just going to do like, those are, you know. We don't have we don't have dates for those, but they're supposed to be coming out in the first half of the year. Like Silk Song, mm -hmm. supposed to be coming out in the first half of the year. We don't know when, though. Um, so that they, like, there's a lot of stuff that we just haven't had updates on from either the third party or Microsoft, because Microsoft essentially has their the advertising rights for them because they're in Game Pass, right? Mm -hmm. So like, really weird situations all around. That's why I expect I, like I expected this event to be a little bit bigger than just the 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 parties that it is. I'm happy that they straight up just said what's happening this event, and I'll be very happy to watch the event. Yeah. And it'll be great. Um. But it is like, okay, you have a lot of third-party content coming, though. Are you just going to make them fend for themselves? Are you going to have, like, several events like this? Like, what's going on? I'm very curious to see how it all works out. Well, I guess we'll find out with that. Um, yeah, I mean, you do raise a, quite a few good points there. Um, we'll see how Microsoft Xbox communicates that, whether it be... Uh, more of their first-party titles, or, yeah, again, third-party. I would certainly like to learn more about a whole bunch of them. Uh, guys, any other uh, comments, concerns, uh, talking points with regards to uh, the Developer Direct? Yes, no? All right, all right. But either way, guys, I'm really looking forward to it. Uh, I know a lot of you guys in the chat are on the panel, too. I just want to see some games, I want to see updates on them, and get some firm release dates. Um, I just really hope, as Crusader was suggesting, that we get like more concise stuff from them. So, yeah, either way, looking forward to it. And we don't have to wait long either. It's about a week and a half away, January 25th. And, yeah, I'm super stoked. So we'll definitely keep you covered on that. Uh, let's see here, the chat, oh, Dots, Invader, open up more magic packs, haha, <laughs> yeah, hey, don't you worry, Dots, I got, uh, a video dropping tomorrow for Ikoria, Lara Behemoths, opened up a, uh, pre-release pack of those, as well, I got a whole bunch of others actually sitting in front of me that I'm gonna do a video for is the Brothers War, Urza's Al Iron Alliance pre-release, so you got a few things to look forward to on that end, um, but yeah, guys, if you're enjoying the talk tonight, then please, hey, thumb up this video and share it out as we would love to have more and more people just coming in and getting a discussion going in the chat and just listening to us uh, babble on and on about Xbox talk. <laughs> but on that note, guys, we will move over to the second and final topic tonight. We are going to talk about more drama regarding Microsoft, Activision, and the whole FTC case. Well, now it appears that other big players have chimed in expressing their concerns. Uh, reports are now coming out stating that both Google and NVIDIA have joined Sony in expressing concerns over the acquisition, claiming Microsoft would be, quote-unquote, suppressing competitors. <laughs> I mean, we will dive into this. I mean, I guess they feel that uh, there would be an unfair advantage if this were to go through. Well, I got a lot to say about NVIDIA on this one. Uh, Crusader, but what are your thoughts on this latest development? Uh, do Google and NVIDIA have a point here, or are they just, again, like just trying to do get in here for their best interests? So, do they have a point? That would be up to their, their, their lawyers to actually argue, right? Like, I, I, don't, I, I don't know the exact arguments they're trying to make. I know NVIDIA specifically said that, like, 
they're not opposed to the deal going through. They believe that there are remediations that would allow it to go through. They, they basically, they want to make sure Call of Duty is going to be available on NVIDIA GeForce Now still, um, which is fair. Uh, like, I, I, I get that. That is a huge part of NVIDIA's business right now is their GeForce Now, and I believe it is currently available to play on on GeForce Now. Someone someone check that for me. Uh, I don't even know where to look at, at like what games you can stream on GeForce Now. Um, but I do, to a point, understand NVIDIA's side of it. They are essentially the only other cloud subscription service of note anymore, and they want to ha- they want to keep access to some of the largest games in gaming. Um, that being said, Google's argument is dumb as shit, considering like they pulled out of the space entirely. Um, now, granted, they when they pulled out of the space, they claimed they pulled out of the space because of the Bethesda deal. I don't know if anyone. Yeah, that, that was time. really odd. Really, really odd. Well, they claimed that they didn't think that they could compete in 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 the gaming space with uh, Microsoft owning Bethesda, which is, you know, I mean, they have the historical arguments to take to court to make that like they were like, look, we we've been saying this for a while. Uh, being said, there's also on the other side of the fence, third parties like Take Two and EA who are like, this could be fucking great for us, you know, because we can we can get a um. We, we can fill that void if things were to leave uh, other platforms. We can come in and fill the void, and our games might sell significantly better, which is true. That, that, could, that could also happen. So it, it's a very interesting argument. Google is full of crap, absolutely. <laughs> NVIDIA, not as much. N- NVIDIA has a semi-reasonable argument to be made here, and they're also not making the argument to, uh, to, to block the deal. But NVIDIA specifically is quoted with saying that there are remediations that would make them happy with it. And they're basically the remediations that Microsoft's putting forth, but NVIDIA's saying, like, look, no, we want that. We want everything Microsoft's saying in writing uh, and, and guaranteed to us as well. Does that make sense? Um, mm-hmm. So, I... I I cannot blame any company for coming forward and wanting to protect their business as good as possible in a time where, because like this deal is probably scaring a lot of executives at a lot of companies because it's huge. No one will really. Tim Sweeney of Epic is stated that like the Epic is neither for nor against it because they have no idea how to calculate what's going to actually happen when the deal mm-hmm. closes. It could be a great thing. It could be a bad thing for their business. They don't know, right? And so he's publicly stated that he's neither for nor against it, he, that he's watching cautiously and uh, giving regulators the best information that he can. Um, that was in relation to people thinking that uh, one of the responses that the CMA published was published by was written by uh, um, Epic, and it was not. Um, and uh, so, you know, if, if the companies feel that this could be a problem. They're going to fight it. Google is most likely fighting this because, like, hey, you're going to own Candy Crush, and you could force uh, other stores to open on our phone. Or, you know, you, you could force a, a grand openness, the likes that we haven't seen in mobile phones that we haven't before because Microsoft's talked about wanting to Well, that. again, and we're... So Google is obviously against this, not because yeah. of Call of Duty or anything like that. They, they might frame it as that, but they're against it because they don't want their, their, their mobile game, their their mobile storefront market to to be impacted well of course that's that's their well yeah or their real reason of fearing it 
Oh yeah, and they make um, up a pretty significant chunk, chunk if I'm not mistaken. So. Yeah, I'm shocked Apple hasn't um, commented on it. Um, Apple has more to lose potentially yeah. with, with this. Microsoft's talked about wanting to, you know, o like they want open app stores and they want to release uh, um, their content, you know, just kind of like openly everywhere. And they, they, they think that like a platform or the, the hardware platform should be like different from the the storefront platform with mobile with mobile devices and i i, I am inclined to very much agree with that uh it's why i don't buy apple phones um <laughs> but uh when it comes to microsoft they're gonna they're gonna control some weight in the mobile scene because they're gonna have candy crush and they're gonna be able to microsoft's a company that likes to kind of influence and form legislation by acting as the good guy in the United States, it's what they try to do all the time. It works a lot of the time too. It's like they're doing it with the unions right now. We talked about that I think mm -hmm. last week. Yeah. Um, and they have been for the last two years, actually since this, since slightly before this deal was signed, they they created this whole open, um, open stores and like open platforms like schema. I don't know if anyone has seen those, seen that. Um, mm, where they know. talked about their wishes for how any kind of storefront should work in a mobile phone or uh, computer environment. And we know that they've lobbied to Congress about how that stuff should work, and we know that they want to open a store on Android and Apple phones. So I wouldn't, I, I'm not shocked that Google is against the deal because, I mean, it's going to actually impact their duopoly in, um, uh, in mobile phones. And so I, I think that Google's argument is full of crap, but I completely understand why, the, the, the why behind them trying to weigh in on it. Well, I understand, I understand more so Google than NVIDIA, because NVIDIA, I mean, they tried to really, really capture uh, their market not too long ago, right? And they had a deal for... Uh, who was it again that they had a deal with? Arm. Arm. Yeah, that's what it, it was. Arm. They were trying to buy Arm, and they would have controlled like 50, 60 percent of microprocessing yeah. like patents in the world. Yeah, that's and, right. Like that's actually a national security issue. Mm -hmm. Microsoft wasn't very against that deal, by the way, because it would have very much impacted the surface. Um, and Microsoft publicly wrote against that deal. Okay. Um. So yeah, Microsoft and a bunch. Apple did. Um. A bunch of tech companies did. Well, was, to be fair, actually, you want to talk about a scary, a scary deal if that had gone through. That's an actual scary deal if that had gone through. Oh uh, yeah. Um, so, you know, I'm not surprised Nvidia is speaking against Microsoft acquiring this here because they spoke against them there too. Oh, I'm That's not. Another thing. They're just uh, giant hypocrites. <laughs> yeah. Um, and that being said, again, Nvidia had said that they're like. Microsoft was pretty clear that there was no way that <laughs> NVIDIA should have been able to buy ARM as well when they, when they were discussing that. NVIDIA was more concise here in saying that there is very easy routes that, that could be signed to allow this deal to go through. Um, it just can't go through plain and dry is basically what NVIDIA said. All right. All right. Yeah. Um, so I'm actually going to drop now. Um, I'm not feeling too good. So oh, okay. I'm going to drop off the night. It was great talking to everyone. All right, sounds good, uh, Crusader. So, unless anyone wants to say something to, like or, like respond to what I said, <laughs> I, I will, I will stay until that. But 
I'm, I am gonna I'm gonna drop. All right. Well, that's no problem, pal. Uh, you know, we'll move on. But uh, you know, you take care of yourself, and I hope you yeah. uh, start feeling better soon. Yeah. See y'all. All right. Have a good one. Uh. Yeah. All right, fellas. Uh, any uh, anybody want to comment on what uh, you know? Piggyback off of what Crusader was saying. Uh, MLD, what are your thoughts on this? Because you know, again, I just I personally find it a little hypocritical of both these companies going after uh, you know chiming in with a uh, against Microsoft here. Uh, you know, a little bit of tit for tat, especially Nvidia. Again, like uh, Crusader was saying, uh, they uh, were trying to corner a market and uh, they had some antitrust going on. Yeah, I mean, I don't know too much about the NVIDIA side of it. I mean, I know they have, what, GeForce now. I know I know a couple of people that use that. And maybe in that regard, I think they have every right to ask if this will impact their business over there. So that, that strikes me as more of a concern rather than a stern objection. So that's not really um, noteworthy in my opinion. I think Google, however, is just being being petty. I think they have no real reason to be voicing concern other than just being salty about Stadia. Like, <laughs> I, I really, I really don't get it. Uh, I, I guess Xbox, Xbox's mobile efforts—they they, want to have like a more free uh, mobile app kind of, um, you know, kind of rules and laws in place, and that could impact Apple and Android. So there's that. And then of course, uh, I think yeah, they could be bla blaming, putting the blame on Xbox. Uh, for Stadia's failures when really it was all just them. It was their business model that was a failure. It wasn't uh, nothing to do with uh, what, the market or, or their, their, uh, how big the corporation is. I feel like they, if they put more effort into it, they weren't so shy about spending and listen to feedback. I think Stadia could have been a little bit better. But I really don't see any real reason why they should be objecting to this. This isn't their fight. Like, uh, I get PlayStation... They, they, they want to protect their interests. Xbox is their primary competitor. Uh, so that makes sense to me. It's it's not a strong argument, in my opinion, but at least it makes sense to me. Google complaining makes... It just... I, I can't understand it. I don't get it. <laughs> but silver lining, if these are the primary complaints, the primary uh, cases that come forward against the acquisition, it, it, it's not a strong case. So... I think Xbox lawyers, Microsoft lawyers, they're gonna have no problem just you know sidestepping this stuff, countering, doing their thing. So it's just another minor talking point that won't really amount to much, in my opinion. Yeah, well, I, I, I think yeah, most the, the big concerns are not the is not this news. It's more the CMA and the EU with uh, concerns about cloud and and um, Game Pass. Not so much Call of Duty because that's been addressed like so many times, but yeah, yeah, I, I don't get it. The, the, this is pointless in my opinion. It's so it's baseless. It's just a little bit petty. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, no, and just to tack on to what you're saying, MLD. Uh, yeah, Nvidia. Again, they they tend to boast, of course, about their GeForce Now cloud gaming service i know recently they had said something they were boasting about having five times the performance of the xbox series x graphically uh you know going on about full ray tracing and uh latency and all that which i mean you know everything sounds you know i, I can understand them obviously wanting to be protective of that um 
but yeah it's yeah it's just mainly to protect their interest when it comes to cloud gaming because i guess they see themselves as a a big player there and for what i've heard i mean i've heard some good things about their service to be honest well, well there you go i mean it sounds like you just said a great argument in favor of the acquisition because <laughs> if they're doing if, if if what you say is true all their boasts and claims sounds like uh the cloud market is ripe with you know some solid players it's not just regulated to Google or PlayStation. You got NVIDIA here doing their own thing. And uh, Xbox is going to, you know, make them do even better if they if they uh, are allowed to do this. Mm -hmm. Right? So well, that's what I see. Yeah, no, that's a Google, on the other hand, I mean, obviously they were, uh, I don't know. They To me, they just didn't have enough teeth for the... Uh, for gaming altogether. I mean, it's a shame, too, because, again, they had some interesting game, like, uh, deals in the pipeline. They just never committed to anything. They bought a studio or two, you know, uh, shut them down. It's, you know, it's a, it's a real shame overall. Uh, it just shows a lack of commitment on uh, Google's part, and yeah, but Xbox seems to have uh, benefited from them, uh, from them quite a bit with the addition of Kim Swift and uh, a few other oh, sure, personnel. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, I, I totally agree with you. A uh, great mind in the gaming scene, and she's over. Uh, she's overseeing some really interesting projects. I mean, again, she's rumored to be helping out with, uh, you know, uh, Kojima's project and a few others. So, you know, lots going on. Lots going on. Uh, yeah, between that and uh, High on Life, that used to be like a Stadia deal, and uh, Xbox benefited from that, picked mm -hmm. up the pieces from that. So, hey, and that turned out pretty well, I'd say. Oh yeah, I've been enjoying the heck out of High on Life personally. So, um, really surprised at that game. I mean, I have the gameplay going on now. I've had it going on for the past couple of shows. Don't worry, guys. I'll change it up for the next one. But, damn. I mean, I've just been having a really good time with it. Um, yeah. No, I mean the gunplay's fun, and uh, you know, there's a lot more there than what I thought there would be. So, uh, let's see. Shockley, buddy. I mean, what's your thoughts on this whole again? Uh, nvidia and google getting into the uh, uh activision fight with the ftc uh do you think that they make some uh good uh bring up some good points concerns here or are they just kind of you know doing a tit for tat thing going against microsoft because microsoft have chimed in like uh you know are do these uh, companies really have a lot to be afraid of with the acquisition uh, by microsoft uh i don't think so in reality i think just more that they don't want to lose uh, their certain, like, in Google's case, lose, like, any type of, you know, stranglehold that they already have, um, you know, between them and Apple. Because, obviously, they each have kind of, like, the monopoly of their stores. Um, so, they don't want, really, Microsoft coming in and uh, taking up probably, you know, one of the biggest or not, if not the biggest, uh, you know, mobile piece of the market there with King as, you know, it's a big player in, in that market. Um, and then, and just gaming in general, something that they trying to do with their own model failed and bailed out pretty early. Um, I think in NVIDIA's case, I think they're just like kind of what Crusader was kind of getting into of they just want to make sure that they're like giving a concern, but you know, mainly just making sure, hey, okay, make sure we're, we still have access to, you know, that content, you know, these games. Um, because I think everybody was talking about, and 
how Microsoft like tried to block their deal. Um, and the main thing there was the, I think Nvidia had what, like 90, I think someone would say like 90%, but if they acquired like ARM and had Nvidia with their own. It was pretty significant. Like, it was pretty significant. Yeah. Maybe so like 60 it's definitely 70, one yeah. same comparison. Um, so I think in their case it's just like anybody else that's, you know, throwing their, you know, bone in the mix of like, yeah, make sure we have, make sure, you know, go through all this, uh, that they're, you know, not, they're meeting stipulations of like making sure that content's still available to competitors and everyone, like nothing really changes with it. Um, and that's what Microsoft pretty much said all the way through, like, hey, you're still going to get Call of Duty, these like mega IP that, you know, could could disrupt parts of the market just because how, how much uh, power they hold. So if, like, if they did make Call of Duty exclusive, like, that could sway quite a few people. Or if they, like, hey, um, did something with AMD with their, you know, Call of Duty, you know, they could make deals like that that could hurt, like, NVIDIA just, or disrupt the, you know, PC market and stuff like that. So I think they just had some basic concerns there. Or I think more so Google's them just trying to, you know, see if they can in any way disrupt and um, mess up probably Microsoft's like uh, play trying to get into the mobile market. So they probably see that as somewhat what of a threat to, I don't know, their revenue or how Microsoft might uh, innovate in that market or change things up, you know, being over King. So, um, but we'll see there, but I, I mean, it's, it's weird that they're just now coming in like late, late in the game. <laughs> Cause like you've had all the other players through months, um, like Sony and them going back and forth. And then it just seems like this one came out of left field when, um, that's when all this FTC stuff was coming about of like, Hey, we're just going to like Microsoft was saying, Hey, we're going to just go through with this deal. You know, and they'll have to sue it, you know, take us to federal court or whatever. Um, so it kind of seemed like it was out of left field of why, why now? Why, why, why weren't they voicing this earlier <laughs> than everybody else was, like when Sony was? Um, now it seems like Sony kind of gone quiet <laughs> um, or just kind of accepted, like, okay, time to just, it's not, <laughs> we're not going to be able to really uh, stonewall this or uh, really tip the scales in any way. So, um, but we'll see what happens. All right. All right. Some fair points there, Eric. Uh, moving over to 50 Cent, Mr. Centurion, buddy. Uh, you've heard what the other guys have had to say about this. Uh, what's your take on uh, Google and NVIDIA getting involved here? I mean, obviously, Sony uh, was one of the big players to uh, uh, chime in first, and now you got them. Uh, what do you, What do you think about their concerns? Well, if I could start off with saying this whole thing has turned into a giant, you know, everybody's trying to shove each other in out of the spotlight <laughs> when it comes to this whole situation, because let's face it, um, this whole deal brought a lot of eyes and attention to the gaming industry. I mean, I even saw it on freaking Fox News that 
uh, when Microsoft came out and said they were going to try to purchase Activision, like even the news agencies started talking about not the not the Internet talking about it. The actual freaking television showed me a damn Activision logo and someone was like, Microsoft is trying to buy Activision. So there's definitely a lot of attention and limelight from this deal. Um, We all know Sony's stance on it. Um, Google is probably more than likely trying to protect, I mean, trying to take the stance for protection for the Android market and what they represent to mobile. Um, yeah, they're pro I, I feel that their, their arguments for cloud gaming are very mute. I mean, let's just face it, Google, you screwed over a lot of developers like Typhoon Studios who uh, mm. made a great who made a great game journey to the savage planet and they completely bought that studio shut down stadia and now typhoon studios is no more which is really sad uh, we saw other studios that were going to completely get screwed over by stadia luckily squanch games was able to team up with xbox and give us high on life like you guys mentioned um google it's very interesting that they're even going to attempt to try to talk about cloud gaming, especially when one of the CEOs of Google came out during a presentation for the cloud gaming and his opening line was, I'm not much of a gamer. That's the guy who's making, making claims and decisions for Hmm. Stadia. So good luck with that situation. (laughs) Um, And then we've got, of course, Nvidia. Now Nvidia they're the guys with a stake in it for cloud gaming, which is, yes, there's players in cloud gaming right now. It's actually a very small niche market. Um, It's niche in the fact that everybody prides themselves on having hardware to play these games, whether it's owning an Xbox, a PlayStation five or a PC with a really cool graphics card in it. There is people out there that take advantage of uh, GeForce Now and other streaming services like what Xbox has to offer. But for the most part, everybody prides themselves on having localized hardware to be able to play games. Uh, So right now, streaming isn't a little bit of an infantile market. I could see why NVIDIA is at least throwing their hat in the ring, their two cents in the jar, on the fact that they want to obviously keep access to call of duty but we're all but for some reason i think it's so funny that the world is so hyperbolically focused on call of duty when literally there is another popular game that reg- it's seen better years we'll just say that but over on the blizzard side with world of warcraft that's another game that nvidia has mentioned and talked about not wanting to lose access to because there is a large fan, there is a large player base uh, for that game, and that's where I just I could at least see why they're doing it. Do I think it's dumb? Yes. Like, why didn't you say something sooner? Um, it, let's this whole incident. Like, I think it's so funny that literally it like I like I said the other week, we're alphabet souped out. And now all of a sudden the actual alphabet ink, as everybody refers that refers to them all of a sudden comes out and throws their two cents in the situation. And now we've got Microsoft versus 
the CMA, the FTC, the EU, and Sony, and NVIDIA, Google, um, I knew that this was going, that there was going to be a lot of people that were going to really want to radiate their opinions about this deal. Um, because literally, this would give Microsoft a pretty, in my opinion, a pretty damn good edge in gaming and cloud. This is a, this is Activision Blizzard we're talking about. Mm -hmm. um, with, with King, obviously we all mentioned King makes up a big portion of the mobile gaming network. With Blizzard on, Blizzard and Activision though, um, are they the biggest thing in gaming? No, we, we all know about um, Embracer Group and other individuals that are, that are that are even bigger but i would like to say that there's a lot of history pedigree and word of mouth associated with blizzard and activision for some of the titles that they've given us through the years of operation uh titles like diablo tony hawk pro skater crash bandicoot spyro the dragon um and obviously i'm not we could say call of duty but that game has been completely mentioned in every argument there is a lot more games to that company um, than Call of Duty. Um, God, we could probably go on this all day, but I'm not wanting to drag it out. <laughs> no, for me, right. it, for me, it's more like if I could just be personally blunt once again. Sure. We're so hyperbolically focused on. Microsoft needs to do this. Microsoft needs to do that. My PlayStation 5 is better than your Xbox, blah, blah, blah. Console war bullshit. You get the idea. Why can we not be vocally heard when it comes to keeping companies like Google out of gaming? Because we've seen what they do to studios, uh, platforms, and, and and gaming in general to to them to uh, they don't give a crap we, the consumer is nothing more than an obstacle in the way of them making money and they don't care about our wants and needs as much as microsoft uh, microsoft proves that they care they, they're coming out and they're giving us a direct they're they're trying to give us some meat on the bone for us to feed on they're not going to just totally put us out you know into the whim the elements and just let us survive on whatever um that's what google's been doing and we've got other players like tencent and even amazon that are all chomping at the bit to get a hold of companies like activision blizzard and that's where i feel gaming gamers the consumer for gaming needs to be more vocal about things that matter than things that really honestly shouldn't be taking up that much of your passion for gaming because at the end of the day microsoft and sony and nintendo and and steam will even throw steam in there really have shown that they really want to push gaming forward and they actually see the consumer as a part of that equation to keep going forward and they're not the consumer is not seen as an obstacle uh where companies like google and maybe even in nvidia because of what they've done with their graphic cards market and and how they've completely screwed with graphic cards pricing 
Um, it, it just mm. those are the that's where I feel the gaming consumer needs to be more vocal on keeping companies like that out of gaming. So at least that we still are able to feel passionate about gaming because I really wouldn't want it to turn into an absolute, you know, just money hungry crap show. Uh, okay. I got, I got to play devil's advocate to that. I, 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 on theory, I do, I do agree with you more or less, but I, I think maybe, Oh, I, I'm more adopting the stance that everybody deserves at least one chance because I think what in 2001 or 2000 when, X, when Microsoft was saying uh, they want to get into the console market, I feel a, a lot of people back then were just as skeptical. Like, what does Microsoft know about gaming consoles? Like, wh wh why, why do they, they have to come in? But it took them a while, trial and error, but here they are and they're here to stay. And well, we all like Xbox and what, what they're trying to do now for the brand. So I think they, they passed the test. They, they made the cut. If Stadia had actually a decent business model, I think people would have gave Google a chance, despite Google's past no, history I of just canceling things. But they messed up. So in my opinion, they had their one shot. They blew it. Okay, you're out. Exactly. <laughs> and that's where, like, I'm not saying that not to give a company a chance. But when you have a CEO come out on stage and he is giving a presentation for cloud gaming and his opening sentence is i am not a gamer what the hell are you doing up there get somebody that is a gamer up on stage i want to feel some excitement now i can't believe i'm doing this but i'm, I'm gonna defend playstation here jim ryan <laughs> he's also not a gamer and he represents a pretty successful brand so i don't think that particularly matters in that in that in that regard i don't know it all depends on the business model and the people you have actually working on the product. Well, see, that's where I just said that they should have had somebody up on stage to make it exciting. Uh, Jim Ryan, when he doesn't have the ability to give uh, those exciting times, don't get me wrong, there's been some times that I just feel like, why is he up here? But at least when he is up on stage, he's not up there basically blatantly telling me he's not a gamer. Um. And I okay. just, w I would at least just say Jim Ryan feels the passion for the PlayStation brand on, I want PlayStation to be successful. He understands that he has a very rabid fan base that is passionate about the brand and not at really any time has he not really wanted to appease those fans. Um, don't get me wrong. He, every company is making every company makes their stumbles it's more like what stadia did it was like stadia released and then all of a sudden google whoever was in charge of stadia started pulling developers off of stadia from working and then they slowly started shutting the doors for for gaming development and that's where it just it, it felt like oh it felt like they wanted people to come flocking to the brand on day one. And if it wasn't their day one, they weren't interested when they didn't do what PlayStation, Nintendo and Xbox has done. And that is grow and nurture the brand through trials and tribulations that it just seemed that stadia Google was completely not interested in trying to make it go grow. If they basically, if you didn't show up on day one, they weren't interested. Yep. Yep. Again, they had, they had their shot. So 
I think their reputation now is just permanently shot. Whereas Amazon, they're playing it a little more safe. Like they're flying under the radar mostly. So they, they still remain to be seen. Like we'll see if they actually put more, put more actual money into it. So I think I think the jury's still out, out on them. You know? Yeah, yeah. And uh, I mean, guys, we're approaching like, I think it's, I think it was last year, like January 18th, if I'm not mistaken. So we're like a couple of days away from like the year anniversary of the uh, announcement of the buyout. Oh boy. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, time, oh my God, time goes. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Time really flies. And we've already seen so many different developments from uh, this case uh this acquisition it's uh pretty insane um i mean i knew that it was gonna be a long long haul i just didn't realize that it would have so much uh baggage and drama attached to it but you know here we are um you know lots to talk about certainly um you know some for the right reasons some <laughs> you know maybe not but uh yeah, either way, it's been an interesting uh, journey with this whole Activision Blizzard King uh, acquisition, in any case. Um, again, I'm wondering when this is going to close, hopefully by this summer, right? But uh, And we're going to be hearing some cases from the different, uh, you know, federations, different commissions, uh, obviously FTC, CMA, and so on, uh, Europe. It's, it's, it's going to be interesting. Um, guys, do you have anything else to add to, uh, the, uh, whole Google NVIDIA thing? Yes, no? Mm. All right. All right, guys, I think that about does it for tonight's show. Um, yeah, I mean, really, really good chat tonight, honestly. Um, you know, a lot of the gentlemen on the show had a, we had a good discussion tonight, uh, from everybody on the panel, we went over Xbox finally announcing a new showcase of sorts, and both Nvidia and Google uh, claiming on you know uh, you know they're all chiming in on the whole Xbox micro sorry Microsoft and FTC case. Again, I had a really good time tonight, as I hope everyone who tuned in did. Please give the show a like, share it out, and sub to the channel and all that good stuff because, you know, I'm not lying, guys, when I say this. We would love to have you guys coming around more and just seeing some new faces, too. So share it out and sub. Also, remember to hit the bell for notifications when we're live because, you know, uh, much like uh, uh, the algorithm, sometimes YouTube can be very weird when it comes to the whole notification thing. So uh, hit the bell. Hit the bell, guys, to be notified when we are live. Next, guys, I will go over to the outros, and I will start off with Eric Shockley. Buddy, hey, good stuff tonight. Uh, where can all these fine people follow you at? Yeah, as always, you can find me at ShockMiro. Twitter, easy shock on Xbox Live. And uh, good show tonight, guys. Uh, definitely, if you're in the football watch that Bengals play that just happened, that was ridiculous. <laughs> Um, but, um, but yeah, good show. And then hopefully we'll find out more. Uh, definitely excited to check out some of the, uh, uh, JRPGs dropping this week in Game Pass, uh, Persona, uh, for Golden and, uh, P3 Portable. Um, and then hopefully we get some, uh, 
uh, news here soon on uh, some of this uh, FTC stuff as well as um, I wonder when they're going to show some stuff for Wolong since obviously that's going to be dropping like you know March 3rd <laughs> um, but maybe that'll have its own like little promotion since I'm pretty sure like Microsoft has like the marketing to that so maybe they'll yeah announce a show for that maybe not even a show maybe they'll just have or like, just like their a... own like xbox wire stuff and then like drop trailers yeah. on social media kind of thing i could see them doing that with a couple of third parties so yeah all right all right yeah cool. good stuff no i i'm I like like yeah like you shock i'm looking forward to uh seeing some more uh game trailers and gameplay Moving on here, General MLD, buddy. Hey, love the energy tonight, pal. I've had some great points. Where can everybody follow you? Uh, <clears throat> thank you, thank you. You guys can follow me at MLD Ghost on Twitter. Gamer tag is Ghost MLD. So overall, though, I think uh, Xbox has started off the year on a, on the right foot. Some transparency, uh, much appreciated. And uh, yeah, I'm just looking forward to that direct. And uh, hopefully, it's the first of many. Mm-hmm. Well, they got enough content now that, uh, yeah, we could certainly have a couple of directs spread out through the year and uh, be happy and not even count E3 there. So, hey, you know, I'm, uh, believe me, I'm looking forward to this one. And let's see, last but certainly not least in my books, Centurion. Pal, hey, I loved your uh, thoughts tonight. I uh, had some great commentary. Where can all these fine people follow you? Oh. Definitely, it was a great show tonight. Uh, thank you to everybody in the chat who listened. Uh, for those interested in finding me, you can find me at Centurion1307, Xbox Live, Twitter, and YouTube. You can also locate me on Gaming Beyond the Box with Wilmy Hood and the rest of the crew over there. And you could also find me right after Gaming Beyond the Box right here on TXR Podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and hey, great people over there at Gaming Beyond the Box. Uh, love Wilmy and the entire gang there. And uh, guys, also uh, check out Centurion's channel. Really awesome stuff there. Um, you know, he has some really good stuff with Atomic Heart coming up too. Check out his Atomic Heart video from a year ago. Uh, definitely, definitely uh, worth a watch. But with that said, guys, uh, naturally, you guys can check out my content on YouTube over at Invader Gaming. I've been doing some high on life achievement guides and experimenting with some magic card unboxings, as I was talking about with dots earlier. Um, you know, just doing some uh, different things, trying out some new stuff, and I will have some reviews out soon too. But uh, lots going on. I'm trying to catch up. <laughs> but with that said, guys, excellent show, and hey, we're looking forward to the next one as per usual. See you, everyone. Peace. <laughs>